check the winds have changed we in the bubble till now tis now time to let the bodies bang time slows down and heroes emerge to show us the way however as always with you on this journey it's a ball is bay your favorite nba podcast in an indian accent we are back at it again with our show on the eve of the nba play in game 1 the game is at midnight for all our fans in india so i hope you do catch it because this game really means something so it will be a nice precursor to the nba playoffs 2020 additionally in no uncertain terms adam silva has confirmed that they are seriously looking at the 8 9 play in tournament as a future change to the nba which personally is a nice little bug fix speaking of commissioner i've got with me as always the commish of this pod someone who devours broccoli as well as pro cribs and someone who clearly knows the difference between weather and climate mr vinit devaya vinit welcome back to the pod like you said last week this is now starting to feel more and more like a real job it is feeling like a real job we are we are recording pod daily takes talk shows and montage videos just a, oh my god and, and watching all of them and listening to all of them you forgot that part it follows that taking too much of our uh, time you know and i can only imagine what your life would be if you have more than 300 followers you know? it would be crazy <laughs> we don't have 300 though <laughs> hey. but yes so yes. soon soon so that's 20 soon we'll have 300 and 350 that's it okay uh, we need we have a special guest with us we want to introduce the guest or like don't introduce us i will introduce you will introduce just uh, tell me to introduce the guest you know your okay. job bro yes uh, our, <laughs> our guest tonight is a mucho extraordinary content creator from cochin uh, absolute baller of a person and he's the owner of the very famous page straight out of cochin let's welcome to the pod deepak deepak thank you so much for joining us uh, we are very glad that you could make some time for us Hmm. <laughs> Extremely happy to be here. To be very honest, I always wanted to do this, and I finally found two people with whom I can actually talk serious basketball. So, my pleasure. <laughs> okay. Uh, he recently commented. Deepak recently commented on a hashtag daily take post where we were discussing who has been the better executive of the year in the NBA uh, in 2019-2020. Is it OKC, Thunder, Sam Presti, or the Toronto Raptors, Masai Ujiri? Uh, that's how this episode happened. So. I mean, let's get down to it because uh, I think Deepak, you have you had some points about you know you you felt I think you said uh, Masai Ujiri is the guy. So let us please let us start this discussion. We'll let you have the first crack at it so that we can then come in with our points. So the reason why I picked Masai is because uh, whenever you're giving a uh, comparing two people, right? So you need to analyze the present situation and then decide. Okay. who has done a better job you can probably talk about mm-hmm. okc saying there have a lot of draft picks and they might do good in the future that's a different day because you have seen how lakers <laughs> up with the uh, draft picks right how bad they picked and how bad they have drafted them but just purely based on the kind of talent masai has brought in you talk about siakam you talk about van bleet you talk about people whom we haven't heard of okay not in the like when you compare okc's team right now they have people who have scored 20 20 points 20 10 you have a steven yeah. adams you have all star and chris paul you have um galenar these are people who have been in the circle for a long time and there was no doubt that the coach was good okay but i always believe he was held back because of the way uh, westbrook was playing and they always wanted the point guard 
who had to pass again and i think uh, that's what the huge difference in okc's game has uh, come into when you analyze this year's uh, performance in the uh, western conference but if you are want me to compare presti and masai any day i'll go with masai just purely finding talent and when you talk about a market like toronto right toronto is like not mm-hmm. not kind of the market a lot of players want to walk in it's not a los angeles it's not a san francisco bay it's it's not a clippers or a lakers or a new york knicks a lot of players don't want to go there but with this kawai right i i personally believe they would have won even this year with the same team plus kawai if he didn't go there i i believe they would have won this year also so that's the reason i whenever i look at van bleed the way he plays right he might fail in about one matches but just man what a pick is van bleed to get there was a day he scored 37 points to find yeah. someone like what but i always look i'm a huge huge uh popovich fan okay and a lot of people ask me why because i don't think i have i've not seen anyone pick talent the way popovich is done okay imagine going up the draft just to pick kawai when none of the league the whole league was sleeping on him the whole league was sleeping on him they didn't realize why they wanted to go up in the draft they went up in the draft and they picked kawai okay lot of players who have performed extremely expressively with popovic so i think masai any day because uh, we talk about a lot lot of draft picks okc has but then I, let's see what they do with this draft picks and i don't believe the current okc team is going going to go beyond two rounds i think they'll be uh, and dusted in the second round or maximum they might go to the second round i don't think they'll pass the second round so but yeah a great job because we all thought uh with pg leaving and with uh, westbrook leaving they are not going to be in the to- even in the top 10 okay they might be the last two but yeah. excellent job with the coaching staff and and he has been always been a good coach again i always 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 used because uh, i follow a bit of ncw okay so he was a good coach when he was in the florida he was coaching florida okay but the only issue was westbrook look he's a huge talent he's a monster no one brings intensity as westbrook does but then I don't think a lot of system works with a point guard like Westbrook. So, yeah. yeah. So, Masai any day. Just for picking up talent, we haven't heard of. This will be Van Bleed. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. So, that's the reason why I pick Masai. Oh, okay. I think there's like a little bit of a lag here and there. Don't worry. We'll cut it out. We'll edit it out. We'll fail to figure it out. We are good audio engineers. Go for it. Let's talk more about like how Westbrook is not... like a you know like a we are not talking about westbrook okay that's it you're cut that's it. you're not talking more okay i i'll tell you why i pick <laughs> no 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 i i i think again like you said i think masai has done brilliant job you know getting people like anobi fred van vliet but i i i mean i don't know how like people have this talent of you know seeing something like uh, something uh, something in van vliet right like he's not the uh, tallest person not the most skilled but he has that dog mentality right? like he's a bit like uh, matthew delvado i don't want to like he is bit like matthew delvado knows what he can do but he's like i will do it very well like uh, i'll uh, get in my position i'll be properly i'll i'll not take any shit i'll be in the place to take a charge i'll do all those things because i'm not the tallest person i can't jump the highest i can't do all these things but i'll like call on me at the right moment i'll be ready like uh the turn that banfield's career has taken since the birth of his kid it's unbelievable right like from like the, the whole raptors team was playing really badly up to that game when then suddenly everyone started playing very well at that right moment and banfield for me was like sort of finals mvp as well 
talk uh, nobody when we had a chat with him you were also like happy you know very uh, like you were there at the right time and did the right things and all of that uh, but for the reason i uh, think that sam presti has done a better job is purely because this season i think okc has exceeded expectations much more than uh, the raptors like in the in the east once um, kamai left that east i don't know like uh, we've always had the thing that western conference teams have had to play more tough games together i think i think uh, the los angeles no no the las vegas odd makers had given okc like a 0.2% chance to make the playoffs so mathematically they had no chance at all and plus it's a new season many new teammates everyone is new for them they had a unproven uh, sophomore in shake you just like that they probably took a risk on chris paul's leadership right like chris paul is now in a team where there are no other egos like steven adams is a completely no nonsense no ego kind of guy right uh, dennis ruder great uh, guy comes gives you 15 points uh, assist delino galnari all he wants to do is like just offense 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 brilliant guy all of very complimentary pieces so that's the reason why i picked uh, I, i thought sam presti had done a much better job i mean the future part is obviously there and but you know Like this is the same guy who also traded hard enough because he didn't want to pay him the next summer. So you always have like you know great guy, but you know has done pretty stupid things. So I don't know. Uh, but talking about that coach though, I don't know. I I think uh, Billy Donovan. The problem with Westbrook is like he's got a really strong will. Like no. you have to have like a much bigger personality for him to be. like subservient to them like if he cannot could not be sub, subservient to uh, kevin durant as well then like you need a really strong coach and maybe uh, billy donovan is more of a you know i want you to listen to me but i don't think i can force you to listen to me kind of person so and chris paul is like you know he's got all his experience uh, bringing his thir- 12 13 years old experience into the nba teaching all these people and they seem to be having a lot of fun like this is almost a little bit of the phoenix suns where they had three guards right right like Isaiah Thomas, uh, Eric Bledsoe, and Dragic. Uh, was it uh, Gordon Dragic? Come on, I don't know. Dragic, of course. Yeah, you have you have your Shea, you have your Chris Paul, you have your Dennis Schroeder. It's a little guard-heavy sort of thing. So I agree that they may not make it past the second round, but uh, that's the reason why I chose Presti because I think the Thunder have exceeded expectations a little bit more. Yes, we need. If you will not uh, slander Westbrook in this uh, section, then please. Go for it. No, no, no. I mean, there's no, no, yeah, nothing. So I think, I think what uh, Deepak is trying to make, like, what his point is that the, 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 the success of OKC has led little to do with the GM. Right? It's not like Sam Presti had any other move to do. Right? Like when he got Chris Paul and everyone in those pieces, that's all he was getting for us. Right. No, he got those for uh, he got uh, those for PG. No, I mean, sorry, whatever, like whatever pieces he got, it was not like he had any option of getting those pieces. Those are the pieces that, that fell into his lap when these two people left, and it turns out that these you're talking about it being a trade versus a draft thing. Yes. So the trade just happened to be good, but he had no control over it. You know, both of them wanted to leave. There was nothing you could do about it, right? And I. um uh, this with with press one is obviously masaya won the championship last year right so you have to give some credit to that part also which is like okay he was not a part in the running race because it's a it's a regular season award but you literally won the award by trading for kawai leonard which is like the, the most impressive move that i have seen at least since i've been watching basketball 
so you know for me both of those two things like trading your cornerstone piece to get kawhi leonard for one year requires a lot of cojones you know and then trusting this second batch of nobodies you know honestly pascal siakam and all of these guys are g league players and uh, that they fit well with kawhi um, you know i think uh, is not a luck based thing it was a calculated move it was a move that he knew would be unpopular but had to do it and he got the rewards and the toronto raptors are number 2 right now in in the east right and uh, so it's not you know being number 2 when you have the celtics you have the sixers you have the heat these are good teams these are not shitty teams these are good teams good basketball teams and to lose your best player and to still be there like who else is there in the raptors yes. like see one superstar there's nobody kyle lowry maybe you know siakam siakam really bloomed last year but he's not really still not in the superstar conversation not a, to be number 2 you need to have at least one superstar and they don't have that and they're just like a great team and i think i think masaya this is a great team but they need that one person that's just going to take them you know above and uh, demar derozan was not that guy and so he traded demar derozan and got kawai i think that was a great move so him getting this award has to do mostly with one is how good he structured this team to trades and not trades sorry through like drafting and getting the players in and then also making that move to win the championship so i think both of those two combined uh, with presti it was more like i got these and they turned out to be good you know i just got these like they were thrown to me because two of my top players left that's a little contention i mean you, you so have like, to pay good i i, 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 I no no please go for it. yeah i i i just want to add something like i always believe okay one of the most important jobs for a gm is to pick outside the number the 21st picks okay outside the draft the top 20 picks i think a lot of talent have to go outside the 20 picks you talk about pascal see i can be pick number 27 you talk about anunoby he's pick number 23 okay like he, they may not have turned into superstars but they right now both of them can be part of any starting five not i mean not starting five but pascal siakam can start for any team yeah. why because to understand that talent and pick you talk about raymond green it was a great pick you, you always talk about jerry west saying that he picked raymond right uh, so i always believe it's a second round picks okay and people who does pick well in the second rounds can build the fitting pieces for a team and i, I you mentioned about anunoby and you mentioned about pascal siakam they are 27 and 20 pick number 27 and pick number 23 okay so i think from the trades he has done pure genius that's the only thing i can say about uh, masai i think he's a pure genius and what we need said is very valid okay to have the guts to trade your best player to another team and get kawai for a year and believing and telling your whole uh, Toronto Raptors, the whole ownership of Toronto Raptors. We have Leonard for a year. We are going to win it. Okay, that takes a lot of guts, and they did it. That's you probably might read that kind of stories in a storybook. Okay, they can actually do a documentary on that. Okay, if they had a video crew behind them doing the whole process, discussion and all, right? That is pure genius. Okay, you have to credit. And maybe five years down, we might sit here and say, okay, what OKC did was unbelievable. We might sit sit here and say that. Okay, but right now. any given day i think masai is the dude of all the dudes <laughs> yeah no, no i mean that's absolutely i i just didn't think of the kawai trade because you know that was last year 
and uh, last year I think he and everyone was like Masai yeah. is the man. I think even New York offered him like a ten million dollars per year sauce job, you know. And he was smart enough to say no. I'm not going into that. No one should go to me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, except for the burritos. Maybe. But just purely uh, for since you mentioned about New York, right? Purely for the game of basketball, New York needs to have a good team. You need to have that crowd cheering in MSG. I think if you go back and you watch stuff on YouTube, right? I think just for the game of basketball NBA and also Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, we need New York to be a good team. I think that's a necessity. I think that is a necessity. New York, New York and MSG has to have a good team. You have to have the whole New Yorkers coming and cheering for a good team there in New York. So I think that will add more spice to the NBA. So we yeah. are. Let's talk about the playoffs that's happening. Uh, yes. Right. So today is the. I I I think today is the today is the last play. Yes. So, yes. Uh, I think that the uh, we are all we are all convinced that Portland is going to win. So unless something dramatic happens and Portland doesn't win, then this podcast doesn't have to air. But we all are agreeing that Portland is going to win. <laughs> the first round matchup between Portland and Lakers, right? No, no. I, I just wanted to say, ki, I, I think as NBA fans, we should all like you know uh, take a dollar each and we should give it to Adam Silver for conducting these oh, beautiful right. bubble games. I don't think any other uh, or, or any other sports has managed to conduct it so smoothly. I mean, like they put it, they put the bubble in like the worst place possible in Florida, where nobody believes anything, and and they managed to get it done. We had some inf- some uh, infections, I think, in the first week, first round of testing. But then after that, it has been zero, 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 zero. Everything has been going going very smoothly, touchwood. And I, I think uh, like the entire sports fraternity of the entire world can take an example and take a leaf out of this book. And uh, I mean, I just wanted to say this uh, yes. Lansen, because you know, as always, he's always listening to the book. We all. And now, <laughs> why don't we give a shout out? Shout out to the Spurs dynasty for 23 years of existence. Yeah. Hey, last time they win the playoff, the next year they got yeah. uh, didn't it. So you know. Yeah. Anyway, so so Deepak, what are your thoughts on the the first round matchup between the Lakers and the Portland Trailblazers, who are trailblazing at this point of time? Just uh, <laughs> Dame Lillard doing Dame time kind of crazy stuff. I might, I mean, he is he's the MVP of the of the bubble. I mean, you know, Devin Booker tried, but no man, there's nothing like Dame. I think uh, I, I was watching old mellow footage uh, yesterday and day before just to like get myself because I, I I like mellow but I don't think he's like a game changer and I want to like go into this go into this uh, this matchup thinking that Portland has a chance and mellow is going to be like that difference maker and he's going to be like crazy one game is going to be a mellow game so I, I'm trying to like convince myself but what do you think what do you think do you think King James is going to go for or uh, yeah. what's, your, what's your thoughts? So, uh, I want Trailblazers to win, but I think my basketball brain says no chance they're going to win the series. It's going to be Lakers yeah. because I I went on a few days back and I was talking about this, okay? Because uh, playoff LeBron is different from regular season LeBron, number one. <laughs> and just to like, I've been watching all Trailblazers match, okay? matches, and uh, I've never seen a team defend this bad. Like literally, like Portland. for example, yesterday's match, uh, Levert, right? Levert was guarded by Gary Trent Jr. Okay, and the ease with which they were playing. Okay, and imagine, okay, mm-hmm. you have a team where 
name of the chander uh, brooklyn the dude who blocks every shot forgot yeah. his name uh, yeah yes yes allen so allen like 12 14 points took 12 rebounds i think some some something on that level okay you're talking a deep team with nurkic and you're talking a team also with white side okay imagine he scored that so you replace allen with anthony davis right he's going to destroy them on the board okay lebron might probably force anthony davis to play inside and you don't know and i, I don't believe there is anyone good enough in portland to guard lebron because i think they miss Trevor Ariza for that. Okay, I think that was the only good defender they had. And I felt extremely dejected seeing how bad <laughs> Gary Trent Jr. was defending Caris Levert. Okay, and I'm like, dude, like, no, you should not be this easy in the NBA. Okay, you can't be this bad a defender. Perimeter defense sucks. Every position, they'll somehow imagine LeBron will drive it, and you are going to attract two defenders. And if you have shooters waiting outside, he will find the open man. All you need is one of the guards to have a good day. You can have a Kyle Kuzma. You can have a. You have a lot. Of, they have a lot of guards. One has to have a good match. And LeBron and uh, Kerry Anthony Davis is going to score there 2020. So that is guaranteed for sure. I don't think they have the defense. The only way they are going to uh, probably beat them in one or two matches is by outscoring them. And when I say outscoring mm-hmm. them, I don't. McCollum is in right physical state to outscore them because. Uh, I think a fit McCallum along with Lillard would have done something great okay, because I, I believe it's only because of the Golden State Warriors they haven't qualified for the finals even last year. Uh, I think they always have this. I think it's a mental barrier that they can't beat Golden State Warriors. Okay. Uh, it's not about the talent. So uh, for me, I think I'm going with Lakers for one or for two because uh, playoff LeBron can't be guarded by anyone from trade places. Or else I have to see something extremely. uh surprising the first match of the playoffs where i see okay someone has been guarded so well and i think um in terms of defense right i always believe okay uh forgot the name of paul trail blazers today what is his name uh, uh some scots right what is name uh, trail blazers coach coach terry scots Yeah, he 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 has always had this. Uh, I've never believed in his defense. Okay, never ever believed in a defense. Okay, and the why the reason why I always rooted for Portland Trailblazers is because I'm an old school guy. I always love players who stay in spite of a lot of teams wanting them. Lillard chose to stay in a market like Portland, so I always want that kind of a loyalty to see success. Because as a fan, that's what I want. As a pure basketball, as a pure sports fan, that's what I want to see. and i think probably next year if they come down and they bring to one or two good defenders i think they can do pretty well and nurkic and all right there are a lot of mid jumpers nurkic is missing you talk about eight eight matches in bubble right he does a lot of good plays but then there are a lot of easy shots also he misses so i don't know like i want trail blazers to win but i i don't think my brain says it's not going to go more than six matches i'd go for one i'd go for two that's it Horrible defense, man. Horrible defense. Like I was, I was, I was screaming at the TV last day, saying like, "This is not like Levert can't score this easily. Either switch, okay, switch the player. At least show me that at least one person in your team can defend this dude. You can't do that, okay. And if you like, I wanted Kyle Pacers to win, but it's purely because of luck they won the eighth match, okay, like the last match. It was a clean shot for Levert. Levert missed it, okay, rather than. Uh, uh, Trailblazers winning it, I think Brooklyn lost that. 
absolutely. Yeah, so that's my take on the playoffs. So, I mean, I, I think like uh, somehow the NBA has messed up a little bit because this is not the Portland Trailblazers which played in the regular season, right? Like if this Portland Trailblazers played in the regular season, they would have been like a fourth seed or fifth seed or something like that. Yeah. Now, out of the blue from the 13th, 14th, you know, from that 11th position and all, they've made it here. And this is like the Lakers did not, Lakers would have loved Memphis Grizzlies, who's an actual 8th seed, instead of a Trailblazers who are like a false positive for the 8th seed, uh, in my opinion. I don't think the this Trailblazers team, because throughout the season, I think they missed Nurkic, they had missed John Collins, that uh, other guy, and they were playing sort of, you know, like a little up and down. It's not really like the kind of a game that Portland usually plays, right? Like, this is literally almost the same team that played last year, got to the conference finals, and West swept out. Uh, I agree that with uh, Deepak in that, you know, Lakers definitely, they have like, Anthony Davis has no person who can defend him. Like, Anthony Davis could easily go for 35-20 throughout the series. Like, there's nobody who's good enough to take him. Like, he can jump out of the building, he can shoot, he can stretch it out there. And defense though, like, you know, he's uh, DPOY candidate as well. But, uh, I think, uh, like, Lakers have really played shit. To be very honest, they've played shit in the bubble. And the Trailblazers have only been playing well. And the Trailblazers, like I said, like he said, you know, the defense and all, they've given it up. They're kind of hoping that, you know, they'll stay close and then in the clutch, maybe Dame Time will take over. Uh, they'll go purely off of, you know, scoring, which is a very Houston sort of way to do it. Apart that they don't just shoot threes, they have like really good interior defense as well. I think Whiteside is a strong enough player who can do something. Not that he can stop Lillard, like stop AD, but you know, they can do it. The only reason why I think that this will probably go in Portland uh, towards Portland is because Lakers bench, I think, is shit. They have played shit and they continue to not be, you know, like good enough. Like they have their starting five is absolutely top notch, but their bench is, uh, I, I don't know, it's a really bad bench. So in that little moment, whatever uh, build up, whatever momentum they might build up, the bench might just, you know, like leak off those points and again the game will be close and the close game uh, you know it's it's going to be a one of those close games so i think i'm sure lakers is going to win but it won't be an easy season. so maybe seven games purely cost game time i think i think it'll be seven who's going to win then? and lakers did really not need I mean, I, I want to be uh, like a very smart person and say, you know, Trailblazers will win, but but I think Lakers will win. I think Lakers should win, man. Like, it'd be horrible. Lakers can't do this. Even though they have like a really bad bench, but they have the best five in this series. So, best five? They just have to shut down Dame. I think as long as they shut, this is our best starting point. If they shut down Dame, which is what exactly the Warriors used to do, like the Warriors swept them out last year, the Pelicans swept the Trailblazers out here purely by concentrating on Dame, right? Like, the defense was like, no, Dame, we will not let you do what you do. We'll not, we'll guard you from half point. We'll not give you those easy jumpers. We'll not let you get into a group. And uh, as long as they do that, Lakers should be winning it pretty easy. But other, if Dame goes off, then you know, seven games may Lakers should win. Yeah. Lakers still winning. Okay. Uh, okay. We, we need the. I think uh, what? No, no, no. I see. This, this, this. There's only so many ways you can cut this uh, uh, piece of meat. I'll, I'll ask you about the Clippers-Mavericks game, which I think we've talked about initially also. Clippers, 
historic like a great perimeter defensive team absolutely like you it you would hate it if you had to switch from kawai and then you see paul george you switch from there you see patrick beverly they have very nice defenders everywhere martes with the martes brother is there for added advantage montres harrell is a pretty good defensive guy also what do you think about them going against the dallas mavericks like the the league's best offense according to offensive rating and things like that what is your view on that because now it's like the best offensive team in the nba versus at least in my opinion the best defensive team so you know as if you are a follower of the ball is bay pod you know i love the kawai i love the claw i love the robot uh, former spurs a prodigy who we left to blossom as a superstar you know because okay, i think okay okay not fit really in this first system you know after <laughs> with this kind of talent so we let him go and now he is blossoming in uh, los angeles clippers i think uh, as good and as lovely as luka doncic and kristaps uh, porzingis is uh, the only team that really plays defense and kind of hangs its hat on defense is the clippers uh, you know when when things go tough that's the thing that they go towards they don't go towards uh, you know trying to take crazy three pointers they try they go towards stifling the opponent with with their crazy defense so i think uh, luka doncic will have nothing to do when kawai says okay now it's time to go defense kawai there's a someone puts in the enter button on his keypad and he goes into a robot kawai okay. leonard where you know we all know those legends of him stopping yanis stopping lebron you know you name he has stopped them so uh, luka would, would probably uh, be totally defenseless uh, without luka is useless so i think uh, it's an easy win for the clippers i would say i would give them maybe one maybe two i would say if they play really well and if you know rick carlisle who is an amazing coach amazing coach uh, he'll come up with something so i would say 4 to uh, clippers uh, deepak what i want to ask you is uh, i mean we know that you love defense you love the old school style of basketball where it's not like oh, you score we also score you score we also score you you want somebody to be like no i will not let you score right and uh, the clippers have uh, the personnel to make that happen and uh, li- like i said the mavericks are at the top of the efficiency offensive efficiency chart clippers i'm sure you are also back in the clippers but what do you think the mavericks have to do to win is probably what i wanted to answer also one very interesting stat beneath is that even though mavericks have an amazing offensive rating they have the league's worst clutch uh, sort of you know like in the clutch they are the worst team to play they're very bad in like so i mean even though rickala is a great uh, coach and all that and i i kind of agree because he's a very good coach he's very respected uh-huh. i know but uh, uh, yeah exactly so deepak what do you think the mavericks can do to you know uh, upset the clippers what is it that they can do so uh, i think there has to be a third guy i want other than mm-hmm. possingers or don't say him hard way you need to have a 20 plus match every every match of the series i think if that's happening i don't i don't think that will happen that's a different thing and seth curry probably to knock down every free shot he's getting that he's getting only five free shots the whole match that has to be 15 points okay because uh, what happens mm-hmm. is uh, as you said okay doc rivers is the coach of the clippers and 
I'm talking about perimeter defense, okay? And Porzingis is not your conventional post where he's going to post up and shoot, okay? He's more of a shooting kind of a, a new era kind of a player, okay? Or a tall player. Okay? So yeah. the issue while playing with Clippers is that you have even the Harrell guy, okay? You have Montez Harrell coming and he can even guard the perimeter. He's one of the best perimeter defenders, okay? You have 6'9 six, six, in height and you, he can guard the perimeter very well. So, I, honestly, I can't give a rational answer on how they win probably. <laughs> I, the, the only answer I could find is... Uh, Luca. Okay, okay. I, I, okay. Uh, Luke, I, I'll say something about Luca, okay? So, uh, Luca always is it's easy to score in uh, NBA compared to the Euro stuff he used to play. He said that. It's, it's NBA is more easy when it comes to scoring, okay? So, uh, probably uh, you need to see another Luca in the playoffs. Where he's consistently giving you 30 points, 10 assists, a triple double, and 10 rebounds. And Bossing is giving you not 30 points, 20, 20, 15, 10. You have a third player who's going to give you 20 plus. Then that might happen, okay? And um, other than that, and I don't think there is a third person that team can, can actually score like that. So, uh, and because uh, if it was any other team, right, I would have given a chance because no matter what happens, the Doc Rivers team is going to take different. Whether you have Pat Beverly, you have you know, the best defender in Hawaii, you have a defender like Paul George, Doc Rivers' team is going to take defense. The same we'd say about Brad Stevens, right? So they, their team is, no matter what happens, it's going to take defense. And it's going to be tough. And it's, I always believe three years down the line, the Mark Cuban, Dallas Mavericks franchise is going to do a lot of things in, NBA, in the NBA. But uh, one more yeah. fitting piece is necessary for that. Other than Luca and Postinger, so probably that's the time and they're going to blossom into a great team. But I don't know, like it's basketball, maybe. Like the problem is if it was just two matches, or it was just like probably a away or a home match, you could have had something surprising happen. But it's a seven match series. Mm-hmm. So in a seven match series, I don't think you can have a lot of surprises. Only the best team, in, and I'm going with the Clippers. And I said, if, if at all they have to win, you have to have a third wheel scoring, giving you 20 plus all seven matches. The one thing I'll add to this is uh, the the one drawback of the Clippers is they've not played their entire roster properly. You know, like mm-hmm. they've always played with Kawhi sitting, PG sitting, Montrezl Harrell sitting, Lou Williams going to brothels. You know, it's just they've never. Yeah, it's not a brothel, man. It's a strip club for chicken wings. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, the point being that they've never played with their entire team and the roster, so they don't have all their like. It's not an efficient team. You know, it's not the the San Antonio Spurs where, you know, everything is moving and all of that stuff. It's just, it's kind of still uh, very uh, rugged. So that could play against them where they don't really know in clutch situations how to react, what are the plays to run. Uh, but I really don't think so because even their second unit is ridiculous. Is absolutely oh, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, what's the guy's name, man? I love that guy. That, Pistons guy, uh, the point guard. Stanley Johnson. No, no, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. You like Reggie Jackson? He is killer. If he if he gets on a streak, he needs one game to, and he'll win you that game. He's a killer. Reggie Jackson is a killer. I mean, Reggie Jackson was killer in OKC, but uh, yeah. But the problem, the problem with Reggie Jackson is he might go off in one match. He might do the exactly the opposite the next match. Yes, he yeah. can go five or five, he can go zero out of five. That's the problem with Reggie Jackson. That's what I've seen him. Sometimes he might shoot the lights out. Sometimes he might just keep beating the rim. Okay. No, no matter what happens, he's not going to fall in. 
and but yeah they are but i i i just want to add one more thing okay when you talk about playoffs you talk about great players you talk about the pressure they can handle you talk about the crowd you talk about the traveling team you talk about the home match you talk about the away match the dynamic is completely different here okay it's more like yeah. a world cup fiba world cup yeah. you are coming yeah. and playing on the same court all seven matches so a lot of predictions we sit and do here can only have some rational meaning to it probably after the first round then we can probably sit here and analyze what these teams are going to do because it's completely different you don't have a huge crowd cheering them okay it's just a fiba championship you have a, playing on the same yeah. court all seven matches you don't have a lot of you don't have to get you can't get i believe a lot of lebron's greatness comes with because he goes along with the crowd a yeah. crowd can pump you understand yeah. i think uh, yeah. that is one thing i am not sure because i am not sure like how we can put out a lot of facts unless and others we see the first round matchups uh, it's going to be interesting and yeah man let's see i mean i, I would love to see upsets okay i would love to see what golden state warriors did back to dallas mavericks back in 2007 okay i want to see that kind of an upset oh, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> ஒரு <laughs> demoralizes the other team like yes. uh, any time if you played in front of a little bit of crowd like even 100 people are there those 100 people are like on your side it really pumps up and lebron when he dunks the 100 people become 200 voices yeah. and uh, i mean that's a great point so it, like and the team which has performed well in spite of not having home like you know some people screaming their name is the portland trailblazers which is why i think that you know like them playing up to a level and lakers are like okay no it's okay we'll we'll uh deal with playoff lebron this is not really playoff lebron time like there is no home court advantage for him at all like there's nobody even booing him so you know that um, that switch uh, will he have to turn it off at uh, turn it on at uh, like he have to self you know figure out how to turn that on this is why i pick um, I, I, I now let's see them okay it's got the robots like why robots don't care about now just now i just got a news alvin gentry fired by the billigans Yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was fired yeah i mean he, he I, i don't know like the pelicans probably want zion to be a little more on the like they want him to be the face of the organization yeah i think so, uh, like no he can only play 25 so probably one week from now or probably two months from now we must do a podcast on how lava ball is the only reason why lonzo ball was <laughs> number 2 okay and why lakers missed on jason jason tatum okay you need to talk about the horrible draft <laughs> oh yeah crazy i can't there is one more ball in this year's uh, draft as well so <laughs> probably the best pulling up the ball i think i like uh, <laughs> he's got the confidence i think he has more of that confidence than you know uh, lonzo i think lamelo has little more of the alpha attitude I don't know. I, I think Lonzo is a little more differential. He's not that assertive. Sort of, sort of to have that um, now we have to talk about our guest. He's uh, Vineet and I 
obviously are huge fans of the videos that you create right i mean the sound seems fantastic i mean your your camera angles are on point the story that you try to tell us i mean me and vinith used to discuss this a lot like why can't we do this thing and then we're like you know what about sitting in mumbai with an it job just other than sitting like the bird so we don't have the choice but man the videos that come out straight out of cochin are absolutely breathtaking and i think the major at least for me i think people are more fans of the story that comes out of these uh, videos right like it's almost like a documentary every video like even if it's a 5 minute video or even if it's a 2 minute video we still see a story and there's like uh, I, i remember those videos like you were talking about the overtime game the game where the uh, game time 3 was hit after an attempt and then they stole the ball and like it's so fantastic like in india we don't get to see that we don't get to we only see buzzer beaters at the end we don't get to see buzzer beaters where it's a phantom cam it's a slow motion and all those things that you do and uh, can, can you please share us share the story of you know how you fell in love with basketball and how you decided to come up with uh, state of coach i mean the name uh, how you came up with the name also would be you know if it, is it just based on the album or is there a different story to it wait what what album the nwa album state of compton oh state oh, okay yeah album album yeah of content and uh, obviously the name is inspired from that but uh, i think that makes sense to me because the whole basketball journey started in terms of giving back to the game once i came to kochi last 10 years i've kochi i've uh, i've gone to work but uh, i've always made sure that every week i come back to kochi so uh, kochi has definitely been the only reason why you see straight out of kochi why you see a lot of stuff related to basketball because i never had a platform where i could do something for the game because i said i was born born and brought up in a place where game was an alien to me okay i was not introduced to the game at a very young age i was just the dude who wanted to see cricket and wanted to play football that's it nothing else tennis arandra sanchez vicario stefi graf pete sambers andre gans goran ivanovic that was my life okay so it's just confined to tennis and all of this but kochi and also my engineering days just completely transformed me and straight out of kochi makes sense to me because whatever you see on that page is only because i am in kochi it's all straight whatever i could do is because because i always say you can have a like and a love towards a place i am in love with this kochi and always say kochi is a she and i am in love with that she and that is kochi for me because uh, i i always say I, i i get stressed once in a while and all so what i do is one time in the morning i'll be going out i'll be standing there is a small uh, bridge there next to the open body i'll just go stand there the breeze hits your face and you feel good okay you feel lucky for the fact that you are alive for another day and that's what kochi is for me so the, i think nothing makes more sense than that name straight out of kochi a lot of people wanted to me to uh, use o u double t a to just go with straight out of compton but i said straight out of oh, kochi okay, let's do okay. it <laughs> Just, just do, just do, do it the Indian way. Just, just, just make it. At least let's have some originality in that outdoor. Okay, so that, <laughs> so, so, so that, that's the reason why I started off. And doing videos, I said like, uh, I've, I've been doing it from 2019 actually, but I started doing it on a regular basis from last October. So last October, you know, you have seen the videos. So I had, so I have a very close. group of 10 to 12 people like we are very thick okay it's like you both okay i'm super thick and like they i'm close to their family i'm close to everything in their lives we discuss about everything in our lives and the one thing which binds us together is basketball film and food these are the three things which we bond on and uh, one among those group was ashlyn he died he died in such a way that 
which was unexpected because i remember i when i came down to kuchi i stayed in a small room okay you can't imagine i stayed in that room actually and there are a lot of times i had i had accidents had a lot of issues when i was in kuchi and i actually stayed at his place for almost a year so my relationship with him was very close it was bigger than basketball it was bigger than he was like my younger brother so one fine day i remember i was on phone with him at 12 30 am in the morning and i said go sleep tomorrow we have a match so we need to you need to get proper sleep we have to play 12:30 am i'm having that call he said he's back home early morning 8:30 i get a call saying that he is missing i go stand next to the place where he actually fell down it was a, a canal so he fell down and almost for 12 hours i standing waiting for his body after 12 hours the army came the, the navy they came and uh, the people from the naval base they came and took the body and that was a, there was a lot of sadness in that and to get over that sadness i wanted a distraction so that's when i decided i quit my job october 7th he died october 14th or something i quit my job i had put my papers a month back i quit my job and i decided okay the only way i can get out of it is probably playing ball or doing and i am i was not able to play well because my left knee had a meniscus injury and i was due surgery so that was not on the cards so i thought why do why not just start doing videos and uh, i didn't have anyone who would probably help me so i found a guy who knew me through my game in gradual sports center so he was a 20 year old kid okay so who who came along with me he had no understanding of basketball so i standed next to him he had a good camera he had a mirrorless camera so i told him this is the way you are supposed to shoot this is what you are supposed to shoot this is what basketball is this is what everything important about this is what we need and i'll go sit with him i'll go sit with him for 3 4 hours i remember our first mixtape took me a 59 second mixtape took me 6 hours to edit i was sitting with him 6 hours straight and i had a double back sprain after that because i have to like find the minutest 2 seconds of that one shot and i have to slow put it in slow motion <clears throat> so i had i put so much of detailing into that and my process of making videos start with me finding a song so whenever we go for a tournament we cover a tournament i always have the song playing in my mind okay then once i have the song playing in my mind i can easily select the visual and most importantly i put okay. money in my pocket for these people so it's kind of a revenue for these kids okay so the whole selecting song selecting files how a mixtape should be <clears throat> narrating a story what should be written everything that's all comes from my brain but <clears throat> i have few kids with that but like they have no understanding of what the game is but yeah man like definitely yeah, pranav has been a huge help because uh, pranav is a huge football fan okay so uh, he understands why i love this game so much because he is same that kind of a football soccer fan okay so uh, dude comes along with you i'm not paying him a lot but then yeah i would say i've spent close to just for making videos i've spent close to 4 lakhs over the last 2 years just to make videos because uh, i always make sure if i am going somewhere and shooting something i'll only do it with the best camera i'm not going to shoot it on my phone yeah. i'm only going to take i'm only going to use a sony alpha i'm only going to use a, a canon eos r only mirrorless cameras only good stuff if i'm doing content it has to be good otherwise i'm not doing content so that's what so i always believe if I, even if i'm not i'm only able to post two videos a month right that has to be good that tick some emotion in someone who is watching it not be 100 people but then at least if it's able to tick one emotion in your heart i think that 
that's more than enough for me and that's how this video but for example it's locked down i will say what my day used to be i used to wake up at 9 yeah. o'clock i used to take my hard disk i used to go through at least 100 files i used to select 12 files and i used to rename every file so i'll say how i used to rename files i used to be like for example moin bake you know moin bake right the indian player so i'll be like yeah. moin bake comma yeah. 13 to 22 seconds 13 to 23 seconds 13 to 16 seconds in slow motion 50 <clears throat> 16 to 18 seconds slow motion 40 so i'll mention how much slow motion premier software what's the slow motion he has to put in so now i'll send this files to him and i'll send if there are 12 files i'll send 12 voice recordings on whatsapp and i'll get the stuff will that's how this video used to work so i used to put in 3 and a half 4 hours to create something i can't sit with someone and do it right and it's because uh, sitting with someone the football video i sat with someone and did it in like 3 hours okay but yeah and the beauty of visuals a lot of that has to do with pranav because pranav is only 21 but he has skills with his camera so it's very difficult to actually uh, shoot moving action but the way he moves his hand with the camera is very good okay and that way i'm actually lucky <coughs> but the songs the feel the writings everything i think i do it i am so happy doing it. if you ask me what is one thing that makes me happy i think doing videos is something which makes me happy so that's how the mixtape the stories all come into and in most of my stories i'm the one who is narrating it it's not the person in the video is talking it will be me who will be narrating it so yeah man that's how the video thing works so i have had a lot i had a very big plan of doing a 10 episode uh, stuff on a indian college team where i'm going to travel with the whole year i'm going to do a 10 episode thing so not just confined to the games the routine before the game the whole conversation so i just wanted to be very candid very natural very authentic but corona yeah <laughs> but yeah man <laughs> which, which team were you playing so that's how the we have a team in your mind like yeah yeah fisher fisher because fisher has uh, two of my guys playing in and one guy is exceptionally good he holds the record for the maximum points scored in a kerala basketball association match 67 points in one match so this, this, that was his last year fourth year okay so you, in a lot of videos of mine you can see him he's one of the best action okay so uh, he he was going to his last year fourth year so i wanted to like and they were kind of meaning every tournament last year and they had a better team this year because they had two more players coming in so i knew they would at least win 6 7 Trophies this year. So I just wanted to document all of it, but then I'm like, what, what would I say? Like, yeah, I'm alive. I should feel, uh, I should yeah, feel blessed. Uh, I should not be. Uh, I think. I, I think that's the. Yeah. Lesson, right? you know, we are blessed enough that we can do this next year. The world is not ending, so we should not waste. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I, I don't know any Indian basketball team which you know has like ten episodes because I, I, I would definitely watch it. I'm sure any. And, and I, the, I, like I you said, want it to be interesting. Whatever, ah, uh, no, no, that, I'm sure interesting. But uh, I'm saying that when you say that I only want the content to be best, it clearly shows in that in all your all the Instagram videos that the Sri Ramakrishna puts out that you know there is no shortcut. There is no like, oh, this is not there, so I'll you know take a shortcut and do it this way. Like well thought out, and that's always. Uh, you know like a pleasure to see such dedication and such craft like it's it's not an accident i'm very sure about that yes 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 so uh what, what is the deal with this manoj you normally love please uh, huh yeah because i uh, 
I used to love Spurs big time, okay? And uh, I always say, whenever they play here, I don't like people who don't pass again. Okay? When you said Kobe, that's my issue with Kobe, okay? So I like people who pass the ball. And I like people who take defense. I like people who are selfless. I always, I was telling someone today, okay? It doesn't matter if you score six points. If your team is winning, you're taking 10 rebounds and you're assisting six players, right? That's what matters. And I think no one in the NBA has embodied that under that six-man role as well as Manu Ginobili. Yes. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons. I think he is the perfect player for me in terms of a youngster wanting to learn the game. <clears throat> Everyone is not a LeBron. You want to learn the game, you learn from Manu Ginobili. He's yeah. perfect. He knows yeah. when to shoot. He knows when to drive in. He knows when to dish it outside. He knows how to take defense. He knows how to hype it up. Like pure basketballing place, I think he's a genius. So I, I, I that's why I insisted on a lot of people suggested me to do do LeBron James and <clears throat> Curry and all that. But I only wanted Manu Ginobili there because I was very persistent on wanting Manu Ginobili in that court. I agree with you. I agree with you. Plus he's left-handed, so it looks sexy as well. So that's also right. Criteria for me. <laughs> uh, I've got some. Uh, I've got some questions for Deepak because we do this thing with our guests, you know, where we ask them this or that questions. Deepak, you ready? We'll ask you like this or this question, so you just tell yeah, me yeah, you All right, let's go for it. Kobe Bryant or Tim Duncan for like one basket. You will need one basket to win the game. Kobe Bryant or Tim Duncan? Tim Duncan. <laughs> uh, which player would you pay to watch, Manu Ginobili or James Harden? Manu Ginobili. All right. Uh, if you had to, like, if you had a team and you were uh, looking out for coaches, which coach would you recruit? Uh, Greg Popovich or Phil Jackson? Greg Popovich. Okay. All right. Uh, if you needed a, a, a pure shooter on your team, uh, Steph Curry or Clay Thompson? So I am the world's biggest Clay Thompson fan, but I love Steph oh, Curry. Oh my oh. God. So I'm 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 going with Clay because uh, defense. So yeah. So it's like it's like I'm hearing uh, we need to speak mm. from a different. People think alike, bro. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, last question, like uh, one person you could draft: Kawhi Leonard or Kevin Durant? Ooh. 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 That's a good question. I'll uh, go with Kevin Durant. No. Oh yeah. Thank you so much, man. Like yeah. uh, Deepak, you have no idea. Like we we had a great time discussing basketball with you. We would love to have you once again on the show. So, uh, like Thanks, we hope you had a fun time as well. And uh, yes. Okay. So we need the uh, like an uh, audience do your like, subscribe, share, all that thing. We need to say yeah. bye. Thanks a lot, Deepak. Uh, you've been like you know I've been a biggest fan also. Like always, you know, I always like sneakily look at all your videos and I always send it to Ashwin. Like why can't don't steal, don't steal my Answer, we need. Don't steal my answer. <laughs> say something else that you like about the state of Don't steal my answer. Uh, okay, did you say the, the most important thing is it's, it's original content?